Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome back. And this is your guest host or regular host, Patrick Polk. And I'm here with a very special guest all the way from California, your friend and mine to most of the people in both leagues, Mr. Alex Yum Yum Um. Alex, how are you doing? What's up, motherfuckers? I'm just kidding. I'm doing well. <laughs> good, I- good. What's what's happening, man? How's life? Life is good. Uh, you know... Life is interesting with two kids, so yeah. And can you remind the audience uh, your your kill your children's names and ages? Sure. Uh, my eldest daughter, she's four years old. Her name is Abigail Victoria Um, and my son, he is what just about thirteen months, and his name is Alexander Lincoln Um Jr. Isn't he fourteen months? Fourteen. You know what? <laughs> yes, almost fourteen months. You're right. And uh, and and he's Lincoln, you say? Alexander Lincoln. Um, as adorable. And so, how how is life having two kids? It's busy. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's busy for no reason because I'm just chasing <laughs> Alexander half the time. He is walking around a bunch, so he's just. Walking around, waddling around, so it looks like he's always going to fall, so I can't just let him, you know, roam around, so I always have to chase him. So that's about half the day. It's pretty, uh, it's not that fun. <laughs> and uh, so how is it different the second time around, and how has it been different between the two kids overall? Uh, people warn me about this. Going from one to two was far harder for me than going from zero to one. Huh. Which might be a little bit disheartening for you and Jen, but uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remind Jen of this warning is all. It's it's it was I was told that it's gonna be more than doubly hard having two kids than one, and it, it it's been it's been true so far. And, and so they're know. about. Go ahead. They're about three years apart, and so about, how, what do you mm-hmm. think of that age gap? I think that's actually a good age gap because I don't have to change two diapers, which is very exciting. Because I have some friends who have two kids that are closer in age, and they have two kids in diapers. And I don't think that's fun, because I don't like changing diapers very much. And I'm sure Sharon, my wife, can tell you that I don't do them very often. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the three-year gap is pretty good. So if if your listeners want to have two kids, I think three years is a good gap. Excellent. And and how's Sharon doing? She's doing well. Uh, she is watching TV outside. I think she's watching the uh, uh, that British baking show. Oh, that's a that's a quality show for sure. It Do you is, ever is. watch it with her? Yes, I. That's one of the few TV shows that we watch together. We have very different tastes in movies and entertainment in general. But uh, that's something. The, the what is it called? Great the, the Br- Great British Bake Off or the Great British Baking Show, depending on if it's the British version or the American version. I think. I see. I see. Yeah, that one we I, it, we've we found it on Netflix and we've been watching it together. Nice. Three of us watched uh, season two of the Great British Bake Off for a while, uh, and it was uh, it was a fun time. It's a it's a good show. Yeah. And is it true that they don't win anything when they win the whole thing? <laughs> I, I don't know that detail. I, I, they certainly don't like brag. Like, you know, in Top Chef, they're like $100,000 and yeah. an appearance in Food and Wine Magazine. Like, uh, I don't, they don't brag about anything besides like having like a glass, like award. Uh, no, I so think, I, I think it's all okay. for the pride. That's quite interesting. I was told that there is no prize of any sort. So British people, I guess they like their uh, titles and honors. And what do you think when 
my other thing about that show I, it's adorable it's like a very good show everyone should watch it if they haven't all the all the, all the listeners out there mm-hmm. um but uh one thing that it just hammers home repeatedly to me is that like most british baked goods look kind of gross to me like there's so many like fruit breads and other things that just don't appeal to me most of the time um that that it's really funny they're like obviously very difficult and very well made and the the people in the show are great but like i would not want to eat like probably 60 percent of the stuff on there which is saying something because i have a very large sweet tooth yeah most of the stuff look like stuff that are served at retirement homes with a lot of fruit bits and nut bits inside the bread, which I'm not yeah. a big fan of. I'm, so, I totally agree with you. I totally I, agree. Right. Well, sir, um, the other thing in general, mm. I'm glad to hear things are going pretty well, but but busy with the, with the family. Um, mm. The other thing that I'm dying to hear about, and I know other listeners want to hear, is just like, what's, what's your life like these days? Like, what's your job like? Uh, one thing that John likes to get into the weeds with people is like their daily routine. Like how okay. often do they have to dress up for work and that sort of thing. So just tell me the day to day, like work and, and home life for, for Alex these days. Sure. Let's, I mean, home, home life. I think I've, I was touching on it a little bit, but it's mm-hmm, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty, it, I mean, we have a pretty set routine we don't deviate too far from it and get them all ready. I help Sharon load up her minivan. We have a minivan now. Oh man! And they go. I know. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> so they uh, and then they go off to you know. Sharon goes off to work, drops off the kids, I, and then I go into work. Unfortunately, because I work for the government, I think I don't know if you if your listeners know this. I work for um, LA County for the Department of Human Resources, uh, and because we have a pretty strict dress code, I have to. I mean, I don't have to wear a suit every day, but I have to dress. I have to wear a tie every day. So I wear a tie every day, uh, and uh, what I do is I do – so the county has a policy that mirrors uh, the Title VII uh, of the Civil Rights Act, and it's a little bit more stringent than Title VII because as you guys – as your listeners, I'm sure, are well aware, um, Title VII doesn't uh, cover all of the – protected bases, um, such as, I don't know, sexual orientation, stuff like that. Um, but, uh, so there's a policy within the County and anytime there's a, uh, alleged violation of the policy, we have to do a full on investigation. So that's kind of what I deal with. I investigate those potential complaints. So I have, I have to talk to whiny people all day, which <laughs> I don't really like. Yeah, um, I can't but, imagine you handling that well. I mean, I know you do. I'm sure you do because you're a professional, but uh, <laughs> I, I can imagine it grating on you for sure. It, it, you know, it's. I mean, I like. I would like to say that I do righteous work. You know, I do civil rights work, but you know, like 95 percent of complaints are just just baseless, and they're just complaints against their coworkers or their supervisors for for whatever reasons. But they will always. You know, throw something in there. You know, they don't like me because of my color, or my race, or or my disability status, things like that. So uh, that's what I do currently, and I've been doing that for about two years now. Um, and I'm actually um, in the process of transitioning into a new position. I think that's going to happen sometime next month. And this Ooh. is like completely random, but I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be an assistant. Uh, to the fire chief of Los Angeles County. So, nice. 
it, I mean, it doesn't seem related at all, and they're they're not related, the two positions. Mm -hmm. But I just happened to I found this opportunity, and I was able to get the offer. So that's going to be interesting once uh, I go over there. Hopefully, it's not as mundane as the one that I'm doing right now, because as interesting as these complaints can be at times, as you can imagine, because these include sexual harassment complaints as well. They after a while they sound all the same. And, and they, they're not too interesting and they're not, you know, they're not intellectually stimulating or anything like that. So when I'm in the office, most of the time I'm talking to people on the phone or meeting people in, in person, uh, doing interviews and things like that. And uh, that's half of my work. The other half is actually writing the report uh, and, and, and just uh, and presenting the report to the, the, the decision making body. And so... So it's a, and what sort of hours do you work? Do you ever work from home or anything like that? What's, what, uh, how, how's the lifestyle? So it's lifestyle is actually really good. So that's probably why I am not, I, I've been with the county this whole time. So I, I will get in by 730. I'm out by 430 every day. Uh, I rarely work overtime. Uh, but when I do work overtime, we're able to like bank those overtime hours and use it as vacation down the line. So it's pretty good. And I work uh, every, I get uh, every other Friday off, which is pretty sweet. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So, uh, so it's pretty cool. And because, you know, we, um, you know, the county is kind of large and we have to travel to different departments. I've heard of LA County. Yeah. 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 We have to travel quite a bit to interview different people and stuff. Um, my office is actually pretty flexible in terms of how you set your schedule. So, you know, if you're, I probably shouldn't say this on record, but if I end the interview earlier than my regular day, I can probably just go home and it's not a problem. So it, the lifestyle is actually really good. Cool. I, I, you didn't ask and you don't care, but, uh, for me, you know, I'm, I've been at the, uh, railroad retirement board for about a year and a half now coming up on a year and a half. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty, also a little bit flexible at the start and stop time. And the new thing, the only thing that is slightly interesting as an update is that uh this coming monday two days from now we're recording this on april 8th by the way um i have my first work from home day uh oh, nice. so so i'm gonna try that out and see how it goes how um, often do you get to do that uh once a, i'm doing it once a week and okay. there's um some people who've been there a long time do two in my office do two days uh -huh. a week um, and that's, it's the upper limit for my place of work. Um, I know sure. like social security, like you can do three, sometimes four days a week. Uh -huh. Um, but, but at the RRB it's, it's one or two pretty much. Yeah. Funny you should mention that. Cause now, right now we can, we can, uh, we call it telecommuting, right? We can work mm -hmm. from home twice, uh, twice a month, but there's oh, all this talk about actually making my job 100% remote. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it hasn't happened yet, but it looks like it's going to happen. So I'm kind of bummed out that I'm going to be leaving because I'm pretty sure the fire chief um, is going to be working a lot more than what I'm working now. So yeah. that's uh, that's one thing that I'm not looking forward to, not being able to take take advantage of that opportunity. I, I, but it, it sounds like obviously there must be a reason for you to do it. So I assume it must be somehow more desirable and obviously – and hanging we'll out with the fire department must be cool, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I have my doubts. Okay. All, All right. right. So you just, just go right back. You're just like, ah, eh, this wasn't for me. Back to exactly. uh, we'll traveling see. all the time. Oh. All right. Well, funny that you should mention protected classes, my friend, because I uh -huh. have a lot of questions for you based okay. on 
your protected classes and geographic location. All right. Shall we <laughs> okay. play a game? Okay. First of all, it is my understanding that you are Asian. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, as as an Asian, uh-huh. <laughs> how do you feel about Scarlett Johansson playing a Japanese fembot? I, you know, it doesn't bother me as much as I think it should. Because, I mean, she is playing a robot, right? And She uh, is playing a robot, is right. my understanding. Uh, obviously, this is not the only case. This is just the most recent and and, and probably not the most egregious example. But there's been a lot of stuff uh, on, so, on yeah. websites about whitewashing and particularly Asian characters in a lot of different movies lately. See, I don't. I don't think this bothers me as much because, yeah. let's. I mean, it's it's a robot. They probably said this character is racially ambiguous. I'm fine with that. But wasn't there a movie where Emma? What's her name? The redhead. Emma Stone. She played like half Chinese girl or half Hawaiian or something. Yeah, half Hawaiian. I think something like that. Yeah. See, that does bother me because. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 come on. If you're gonna say that person is Asian, I think you should, you know, cast somebody who at least looks Asian. Right? You don't think Emma Stone looks Asian? Not particularly. I mean, yeah, I don't think so. So I think that that's more troubling to me than uh, than the uh, Scarlett Johansson example. But it doesn't particularly bother me too much about this uh, this particular movie. Um, The other prominent example um, is uh, Doctor Strange because they Mm -hmm. completely uh, rewrote the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What's her face was it was formerly an old Asian man. Um, and it was played by the actress who looks exactly like David Bowie, who's very pale and white. Um, oh, and what's her name? Very... T- Tilda Swanson? Uh, yeah, Tilda Swinton, yeah. Swinton. Um, yeah, and so that one what kind of made people mad. Uh, so that's another one. There, there's a big old online controversy. And uh, it just seems like uh, it seems like a thing that maybe in 2017 shouldn't be quite so common. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah. But at least we're talking about it as as a problem. Yeah. So there's there's some of that. There's I, I there's there's a progress there. But uh, I, I I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me as much because I, I I think I can see that. What the U.S. is only about ten percent Asian, so you got to play play your market. So I get that. But, but then the argument is like they that's what they claimed about. Um, Ghost in the Shell, and then it like bombed. It's like, oh yeah, think think you got this marketable star <laughs> in Scarlett Johansson, and then it like got third place behind uh, like Boss Baby <laughs> and uh, the second or third or fourth week of Beauty and the Beast. So it didn't even didn't pan out the way they okay. planned apparently. But anyway, um, another unfortunate, uh, you know less advantaged position you have is uh, an alumnus of the University <laughs> of California, Los Angeles. Right. Um, and I know your life is, is kind of bad because of that. It, it really led you where you are today. And, you know, you've, you've overcome to some extent, but I mean, it is across you bear. Um, yeah. So, so my question I, is, um, mm-hmm. is LeVar Ball an idiot or are you a big fan? Uh, what do you think of LeVar Ball? Uh, I knew this question question would come up. Um, <laughs> I I hate the last comment that he just made, and I hate his. And what was that for the fans? For what was that, that for the fans? That, that UCLA lost because they had three white guys on their team or three white guys in their starting lineup, and uh, and then his excuse for it was that the comments were misconstrued. Except he didn't 
explain how it was misconstrued. He was yeah, he just said I, I like he said I like those guys and that was it. But yeah. you know <laughs> that didn't seem related to the first comment where he said white guys are slow and they they couldn't keep up with the black guys on the uh, the other team. So I hated that comment. I thought that was quite racist. Um, and uh, I don't particularly like him. Uh, but I like the fact that UCLA was playing the bad guy for, for change. So I like that. Because, I don't know, UCLA has been pretty boring in terms of their sports. Like, our football team is pretty mediocre. What? Our basketball team is pretty mediocre. So I like the buzz, the interest that he generated. But that's about it. And how do you feel about Lonzo Ball in general? I think he is an amazing basketball player, and I hope the Lakers get him. But apparently Lakers can't even tank well, so we'll <laughs> see how that works out. Yeah. So uh, how would you describe your time at UCLA overall? I'm not a fan. It's not intellectually stimulating or anything like that. Seriously? That's really surprising because you talked like you loved it over there. Did you complain to your teachers or anything? Yeah, so uh, I've been doing that for about two years now. They will always, you know, throw something in there. They don't like me because of my color or my race. I hated that comment. I thought that was quite racist. Oh my god, that's terrible, man! How did that make you feel to be treated like that? It just, it just breaks you, man. I'm kind of bummed out. I was crying the entire time. Jeez, man, I'm so sorry. That's crazy. As I said, I'm really surprised to hear you saying this. Um, so, like, if this was all going on the whole time. Are your feelings about USC not, as you said, too? Like, how do you feel about USC? They, they're they really good. They're righteous, which is pretty sweet. This is just crazy, man. Uh, can you imagine if we had both gone to USC at the same time? What would that have been like? Pretty cool. Wow, I really couldn't have said it any better myself, man. I, I, I really commend you for having the bravery to come forward with these allegations and uh, admitting that USC is better. I... I guess there's nothing to do but just to move on uh, and pretend for the rest of the interview that this conversation never happened. Uh, in other news in, in Los Angeles sports, um, obviously you're going to go from zero NFL football teams to two NFL football teams in relatively short order. Right. Um, I recall at law school, you were a Chargers fan primarily. Right. Is that correct? Uh, and I so was. now the Chargers are going to be in LA. So did you ever have any uh, brief allegiance to the Rams or are you going to be all in on the Chargers or how do you, how do you feel about the sudden abundance of NFL football teams? All right. This, so I don't, this is going to upset or is the only, the only football team that matters in Los Angeles is USC as the other <laughs> side of the coin. But, um, I don't, this is going to upset your, your listeners. I'm not a huge NFL guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I know this is probably pissing everybody off, but you know, because growing up, we didn't have a team. So I didn't really care for NFL. And the only reason why I care, care for NFL ever was because fantasy football. Uh, and I stopped playing that ever since we, ever since I became a dad. So it's really hard for me to follow football. Uh, and the reason why I really liked the Chargers um, was because of LT. I was a huge LT fan. So once he retired, I didn't really care for the Chargers. So at this point, I don't really give a damn about the Rams or the Chargers. I'm kind of letting them, you know, duke it out, see who's better. <laughs> I'm going to root for the team that, that's got a brighter future. That's really weird for a Los Angeles person to be a Fairweather fan. I've never heard of that phenomenon yeah, before. Yeah, right. 
I know um, it's I know it's hard to explain. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, so so you're not that into NFL football, but you're obviously really into the NFL draft, right? Uh, yes, and that's the reason. You're coming to Chicago for the NFL draft, in fact, correct? Just for that, not not for you guys, but for the draft, because you're so so. Who's your top five on your big board? <laughs> I. I'm really going to disappoint your listeners. I have I have not been paying attention. I know I I don't. I was I figured I was completely joking. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I'll still hang out with you, even though you don't like the NFL that much. Okay. Um, another big thing that you can settle for me. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you're also just a Los Angeles area uh, resident. You live in the county. Obviously, you work for the county. Mm-hmm. Um, can you please settle the dispute? What is better? In and out or fat burger? I know the answer that you're looking for. Yeah, and I just want your honest take. You know, I'm not trying to to guide you one way or the other. How how am I measuring what's better? You have to give me some uh, guidelines here. I w- I would just go by quality of food. But a fat burger is so much more expensive. Yes, I agree. So we're not we're like disregarding all of that. I I mean personally. I it's not like it's like expensive. It's just not nearly. It's not as cheap as most fast food. I would say, but um, if you want to take that in, like you can, you can take value into account if that is your preferred mode. Uh, whatever, however you feel. <laughs> I actually even even if you disregard the price and value issues, I, I prefer In and Out. All so. right. So then, all this was a waste of time. You you didn't even have to ask. Uh, I just about the I price. just felt bad because I knew exactly the answer that you were looking for. Yeah. Did um, did, did Fatburger ever make it out to Illinois? It briefly did. It like one of the suburbs. Uh, Wasn't it was like, like in like like Bolingbrook or something. I think uh, it was Kanye West was behind that or something. Yeah. For a while, a lot of famous people wanted to have uh, their own Fatburger, and and then it yeah. kind of died down a little bit. But I it mean, is so I've, good. Yeah, um, I, I I mean it's good. You can you can have an egg on there, which I really appreciate. It's true. Uh, one of the recurring segments that John has on his list um, is berate the guest for no reason, and so I'm going to say <laughs> you're wrong about a lot of things, but you're especially wrong about In and Out versus Fat Burger. Um, so I guess I didn't follow the orders because that yeah, is not for no reason. That's, for, that's reason. for a very good reason, oh, uh, okay. but it's okay. Um, so. You know, you you live in California. You've lived in California for most of your life. You had mm-hmm. some fleeting, wonderful times in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you like California or Illinois better? Jeez, I love California, but if I didn't, if I had to move from California, I would move to Illinois. Nice. And and do you like <laughs> L.A. or Chicago better? LA. All I right. feel like and, I'm really and, disappointing your 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 no, listeners no. today. Well, for my, I mean, my listeners are all over the place. Like, I mean, not not saying that there are actual listeners to this, but the people in the two leagues that are listening uh-huh. to this are <laughs> a lot of them are all over the place in the John Rhodes League. So you know, there there is obviously a a groundswell of support for Illinois, but okay, I don't think everyone is is pro Chicago. Just, to the, the weather, to the, the weather is too rough. You you. Come on, Pat. You know I can't handle it. Yes, I I understand that seasons are uh, scary to you, and you can't handle <laughs> oh, uh, changing they're, weather they're, they're uh, every few months. 
Yes. Um, so every few months, this, every few hours. Yeah, I understand. So that brings me to the main segment of this episode. <laughs> and it's, I'm going to add a theme song here of some kind, and it is Pop Quiz. California or Illinois, parentheses, Los Angeles or Chicago. Okay. Ten questions for you, Uh and you have to guess it apply to Illinois or Chicago, or in some cases, I'm sorry, Illinois or California, or in some cases, Los Angeles or Chicago. Okay. Are you ready for this pop quiz? I am. I'll uh, I'm I'll I'll toss you a couple of softballs at the beginning and then I, I might get some some real uh tricky ones in there. Okay? okay. So for instance, you probably know this one. Um according to statistics, uh I don't remember the source because I didn't write it down, but I don't think you'll disagree. Which city, Chicago or Los Angeles, has worse traffic? <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Los Angeles. That is correct, sir. Uh, it is the number one worst city in America for traffic. And on average, uh, individuals spend 81 hours per year in traffic. Chicago is listed at number eight at 60 hours spent in traffic per year. I believe actually that was U.S. US News and World Report is the source on this Okay, one. I do remember. I'll um, tell you what, an- my commute right now is about... 10 to 11 miles one way and, and it takes me an hour to get there in the morning so Ugh, that yep. sounds rough it's pretty disgusting yep so uh so that's one in favor of chicago got it okay <laughs> we're keeping score at home chicago one los angeles zero um this one another easy one uh which city annually let's say in 2016 had more homicides chicago that is unfortunately correct uh no uh it was actually um more than two to one uh chicago had a rough year in 2016 uh 762 762 homicides in chicago versus 294 in los angeles i'm actually uh, that's you know i mean chicago smaller chicago is smaller uh it per Yes, per capita, Chicago is not doing great compared to the other big cities. In fact, in 2016, uh, Chicago had more just by raw numbers mm-hmm. than Los Angeles and New York combined. Uh, so Jeez. that is not what you want to hear. That's um, rough. Yeah, but you know, okay. So I, you know, I'm fair. I'm even-handed. So one to one. I'm surprised. We've got one in favor. You you might get stuck in your car in Los Angeles, and you might get murdered in Chicago. They're mm-hmm. about even, I would say. I would agree. Uh, one, uh, yeah. Um, here's another super easy one. Just, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> these are layups, but they're going to get harder. Okay. You might know this. Uh, which city has more clear days? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Chicago. Oh, no. As a matter of fact, this might surprise you, but... Uh, they're, they're, they go with with Los Angeles on this one. Uh, Wait, define clear. Just they mean they mean not cloudy. They don't mean smog. Oh, okay. They just mean not cloudy days and, and not not even partly cloudy. Okay. 
So they're talking not partly cloudy, like better than partly cloudy. Um, okay. 147 days a year in Los Angeles uh, versus 84 in Chicago. I thought uh, you were so talking they're... about air quality. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Just just because you think that I would set you up, I will <laughs> I will confirm that suspicion. Okay. Uh, which city, Los Angeles or or Chicago, mm-hmm. has the longest active pro sport title drought? Uh, between the two cities, who has it been longer since they won a professional men's <laughs> championship? I can't remember. If we put our thinking caps on, we might be able to remember this, but do you have Los an answer? An- Los Angeles. Oh, as a ma- that's correct. Uh, it's been all the way since 2014 since right. a professional men's team in Los Angeles won. Uh, the LA Kings, Kings. and right, okay. the, if you count... Uh, the Galaxy in the MLS both won in yeah. 2014, but but if you recall, uh, the Chicago Cubs, as as a matter of fact, last year won. Yeah, the World Series. I, I've heard. Did you did you follow that? Did you did you I, follow? Did I you did. follow the, the World Series? How did you what do you yeah. think of that? that? One hell of a game, game game seven. Um, was it game seven? I can't. Remember. It, game seven was the it went in. Yeah, there were there were extra innings. There was a rain delay. Yeah, all sorts of drama. Ro- Roger Davis was he? He was up. He was last too bad. Was he? I don't remember. But that was that was a crazy game. I didn't think you guys were going to pull it off. At the what? At, I think there was a home run that was hit by Roger Davis. And when that happened, I literally ran around my house screaming, "The curse is real! The curse <laughs> is real!" It was and, it uh, was a roller coaster for sure. <laughs> uh, that- with with my infant infant son in my arms, I was just running around everywhere. So, yeah. but you guys pulled it off. So, congratulations to to you guys and the Cubs. Why? Thank you. I had very little to do with it, but I appreciate your congratulations. <laughs> um, keeping in the same theme, do you know men's professional sports? Which city has more championships in its history? Chicago or Los Angeles? Yes. Hmm. Men's sports. Men's uh, sports. Uh, so th- and this is men's uh, professional sports. Men's professional sports, and we're going big five here, including MLS for some reason because okay. that's what the chart said. Uh, Dodgers, they have four. I think Los Angeles. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Really, Chicago has thirty total men's sports championships. Uh, several of those are pre Super Bowl NFL championships, or you know, uh, uh okay, you know, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but those count, and so thirty total championships, only one of which is Major League Soccer versus twenty five wow. championships for Los Angeles, and five of those are MLS. So really, they have twenty real championships. So it's not <laughs> even actually close. <laughs> okay, I'm learning something here. Yeah, uh, that's what we're here for. Uh, next, uh, which city? Los Angeles or Chicago currently has running a better production of the hit musical Hamilton. Oh gosh. Well, we, we have, we, we don't have it yet. So. You- ah, Chicago. Well, so Chicago has a better production of Hamilton. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. It opens August 11th. Uh, yeah. so you don't I, win that one either. I am. Um, I think, the, I think the tickets are going on sale next week. Or something um, like that. Did I miss it? Actually, April thirtieth at uh, I believe okay. ten a.m. Uh, okay, if, if I happened to do a little research to try to. Uh, <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's a quality production. Um, I listen to the soundtrack almost every day, so I am nice. very excited about it. 
and my daughter uh, can sing. She can rap uh, ha- Alexander Hamilton with nice. me, which is super adorable. My wife doesn't really like the fact that I taught my daughter the words bastards and whore. Yeah. So that we we got into an argument about that, but you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, Lily doesn't rap yet. She actually doesn't really speak yet, uh, but mm. she does like the soundtrack, and she 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 bops back and forth a little bit. What's uh, her favorite song? Hmm, I don't know if she has one. Um, probably like she li- like probably like Guns and Ships. Uh, uh. She's, she like we listen to that one a lot because we like it. So you know, she likes some of the fast ones. I think. Mm, I uh, see. Hard to say. Uh, let me tell you another thing. I have already bragged about this to people in other circumstances, so I apologize if this is old news. But I w- we did win the uh, Hamilton ticket lottery two Saturdays ago. Oh, wow. um, and so Meg Murphy and I were in the front row of the Chicago production, and wow. it was fantastic. And Wayne Brady was playing the part of Burr, and it was really cool. So uh, cool. you should enter the lottery every day once they're once they uh, are in Los Angeles because it's really fun. Okay. So that's awesome. Word to the wise. Uh, so while we're on the subject of culture, obviously so far Chicago's winning. Um, it has better <laughs> sports. It has better <laughs> musicals. Has a slight homicide and cloudy day problem. Yeah. yeah, but otherwise, kick, knocking it out of the park. Um, Los Angeles or Chicago? Which city has more Michelin-starred restaurants? Oh, I think that's Chicago. As a matter of fact, it is uh, currently, currently it's 26 uh, to zero (laughs) because uh, they stopped doing a Michelin guide in after 2009 in Los Angeles. Um, Uh But even if you include, um, even if you went apples to apples, they had 20 at the time that they stopped doing the guide. So uh, they had zero three-star restaurants, four two-star restaurants, and 16 one-star restaurant uh, in Los Angeles back in 2009. So Chicago's better anyway. Uh, if you expand it, let's <laughs> let's be generous here. Illinois versus mm-hmm. California. Does that change the equation in your mind? Or does Illinois still win? This is back in 2009? No, no. Currently. Current, current. Uh, Michelin, Michelin Guides. But you said there is none in L.A. currently, right? Yes, none in L.A. So elsewhere so, in, so in California. So basically San Francisco versus Chicago. That's what it comes part, down yes. to. Bay Area, greater Bay, greater Bay Area. Area. Right, right, right. Napa. Um, uh, I think Chicago still uh, – Illinois wins still? Surprisingly. Man, uh, there's a lot of Michelin stars in San Francisco. They have 54 starred restaurants in the San Francisco area, including mm-hmm. 41 one-star restaurants, six three-star restaurants, and seven two-star restaurants versus 26 total in Chicago. Uh, so it's okay. uh, two to one San Francisco mm-hmm. wins. Uh, so I was very disappointed to hear that. But still, you don't live in San Francisco. You live in Los Angeles. So Chicago wins again. Um, here's <laughs> an interesting one. There's a theme here, huh? Yes. No, I don't know what you're talking about. There were, I gave up some some L's at the beginning. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, according to U.S. News and World Report, which state has the higher-ranked best university of all national universities, California or Illinois? Huh. Just the top one? So basically, which one has the higher one between the top ones? Exactly. Just just comparing number one school versus number one school of the state. 
Stanford better Stanford is better than the University of Chicago, right? Wait, LA versus Chicago or California versus no, Illinois? California versus Illinois. California. California. No, University of Chicago is tied at number three in the nation, and Stanford is tied at number five. Really? Yeah, man. Okay, University wow. of Chicago does not mess around. And that's just on national universities. That's not like a specialty school or anything. That's mm-hmm. just their, their nationalist US world. So US News and World Report also agrees that Chicago is better than LA. Okay. Uh, and Ke- Illinois is better than California. Uh, <laughs> next, according to C-SPAN survey of presidential scholars in 2017, which state has better presidents that are primarily associated with that state, according to their rankings? Uh, we and have can mixed you name, there's, there, Lincoln, there's three so. each. Uh, three each? Three presidents are affiliated with each state. I would say... At most, two of them are controversial. Probably four of them are incontroversially associated with that state. I'll, I'll just give you... So they're obviously... They're, the one that is are controversial as far as um, Illinois is concerned, probably. Uh, they're obviously giving Illinois to Lincoln. They're not saying he's a Kentucky uh, right. president. And then mm-hmm. uh, for they say Reagan is California, California. not okay. Illinois, even though he was uh-huh. born in Illinois. So okay. can you determine... Which state has better presidents in its history? Well, I think the answer is Illinois. Hey! And the second part of the question, so Illinois, you guys have Lincoln, and I'm guessing you guys have Obama. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Those are pretty good presidents. uh, Lincoln, number one in history. Yeah. Obama just finished his term, but number 12 all time, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Who's the third one? This one I I bet Charlie already knows and not many other listeners know offhand. Ulysses S. Grant listed oh, as right? Illinois. Uh, uh, he primary. was an awful president. He's number 22 overall out of 44 completed oh, Higher than I expected. Yeah. Uh, so, we so, have, so <laughs> we have Nixon and Reagan. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, obviously, you know, one? a lot of people really like Reagan, and I was a little <laughs> surprised to see him at number nine overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nixon you know, got impeached and left office in disgrace. Only 28 overall. Still a lot of presidents below him, including, including Herbert Hoover, the last California president, 36 overall. Uh, So you've got, you got some troubles. So um, Illinois produces better presidents uh, than California. (laughs) How did you even come up with these questions? I was just trying to, Come up with a complete and unbiased list of uh, factoids comparing the two. And uh, the final question. Okay. Which city, Chicago or Los Angeles, has its highest ranked, has the higher highest ranked hot dog establishment, according to Business Insider's list of best hot dog places in the country? Hot dogs is closed. Now, is that correct? Yes, hot dogs is no more. Although you can, uh, if you come to Chicago when the Cubs mm-hmm. are playing, uh, you can get a hot dogs uh, hot dog in the bleachers of Wrigley Field. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> they they cycle through which ones they have, different specialties. Uh, you unfortunately, even if you it, you have to have a bleacher ticket to get to that section, um, but uh-huh. uh, it is there. They are pretty good and pretty weird. 
Okay. Uh, Chicago probably is the right answer. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Wow, Los really? Angeles wins this one in a narrow fight. For, with pinks? No, I was surprised. I haven't heard of this one. Tell me if you have. Uh, huh. I might pronounce it incorrectly because it's very German. Uh-huh. Verstkucha? Oh, that w- place? U-R-S-T-K-U-C-H-E. Yeah. That is the number three hot dog place in the country, according to Business Insider. You're kidding me. Number three, huh? I'm not. The yeah. place is pretty good. They are very similar to, you know, hot dogs or like the one up in the Bay Area. Top dogs, is it what it's called? Yeah, they seem to like, they certainly favored like the fancy weird places. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, number six uh, in the country is Chicago's own Superdog, which is much more straightforward. So I think I think just the high-end fancy hot dog places got preferential uh-huh. treatment. Um, so it's a bit of a disgrace, but but uh, that's another slight uh, mark in the favor of Los Angeles. But overall, obviously, Chicago and Illinois are better, so uh, you should come by again. Well, I'll tell that you what, when you, when you finally visit California, Los Angeles... As you, I've done that several times. I don't know what you're talking well, about. I, you, I lived there for four years. I yeah. go there occasionally. I went to a... You made some bets. You were supposed to visit me in LA. Yes, I do remember that. And I've I've come to the state of California at least twice since then. I, only, uh, I don't think so. I only saw you once. Did you come... I wasn't there that second time, right? Or the first time. <clears throat> Excuse yeah, me. When you came time. with Jen. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, yeah, well, next time when you're in town, I'll take you to uh, Worcestershire or whatever that place is called, and you can tell me whether or not that place is better than Superdoc. Yeah, I will I will give a, a totally unbiased opinion and uh, <laughs> continue the competition uh, between the two. All right, well, thank you for playing along and emphatically proving uh, that my place is better than yours. Um, <laughs> next, uh, as... as Perhaps the only longtime listener who is not in either league. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a loyal fan who has only friendship uh, to to account for spending the time listening to these episodes. <laughs> uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, you want to know any? Do you have any uh, favorite episodes you'd like to know the backstory of? A favorite musical interlude added in post processing? Um, favorite favorite guest that you want to talk about? Uh, any anything at all for me as as a loyal fan uh, talking to? I'm sure it's a dream come true uh, talking to me right now. Uh, anything you'd like to get off your chest? Dream come true. <laughs> well. I really enjoyed your uh, Oscar episode, Oscars episode, because I, again, I don't get to watch any movies lately. Uh, well, I, I stand corrected. I get to watch a lot of children's movies because Abby's at an <laughs> age where she can watch movies. So mm-hmm. I, I, it, it is kind of a regular thing for me to take her to all the new Disney movies and stuff like that. A uh, little side note, we went to watch uh, Beauty, uh, Beauty and the Beast. That was the most recent movie we watched together. And for some mm-hmm. reason, I was crying the entire time I was in the movie theater, <laughs> sitting next to my daughter. <laughs> uh, that's really a visual. Was. Yeah. Was I, she, I know, was she I, crying? She was not crying at all. She, she thought I was crazy. She kept looking oh. at me like, she kept oh asking me god. if I was okay. Oh my um, god, that's so funny. Your four-year-old daughter's like, All right, dad, are you cool? Yeah. Bro, do we I think go she outside? Was, 
I think yeah, I think she was embarrassed of me. So I, I it's a uh, I don't know what it was. I I, I, oh. I think it's the fact that you know Belle's kind of a smart princess and she actually isn't like a like a bimbo. And you know they have a pretty good relationship because before this movie, Abby, Abby, uh, Abby, her favorite movie was uh, Little Mermaid, and the the, the father daughter relationship in that movie is completely strained. So um, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but uh, I was crying a lot through uh, Beauty and the Beast. Maybe I shouldn't admit this. Oh man, <laughs> that is that is special. I so did you like it, or was it just too uh, too draining, too heart wrenching to watch? <laughs> I actually liked it. Uh, I, I thought uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, what's her name, Emma Watson. I thought she was a good, great princess, and uh, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't anything. Uh, the movie was very uh, true to the original, which I appreciated. So um, I liked it. Good, I, good. Yeah. Uh, Jen and Megan saw it, and uh, overall, I, I mixed reviews. One thing I heard uh, complained about. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a cheesy I won't spoil it for those out there who maybe are still going to see it and I know obviously the John Rhodes Football League everyone is dying to see that movie and hasn't gotten a chance right. yet or they've um, already seen it. Yeah, exactly. But um apparently at the end of the movie there's this cheesy uh growl, this this fake growl mm-hmm. um that I've heard uh, many complaints about so. Uh that. yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I guess I will skip my next question, which was, have you seen any good movies lately? Uh, because uh, <laughs> obviously it's been the most emotionally impactful movie of our generation. Um, so, so I'll just skip on to the, the real well, I saw, part I of saw the... Dead, I saw Deadpool on, on TV. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and what did you think of that? I know you and Jen think the movie is completely overrated. Is that right? Yeah, I kind of hated it. Uh, it was just... Okay. I just didn't think landed with its humor um with me mm-hmm. i don't know it was just like very teen angsty and not successful in my mind but uh, what did was, you think I, I thought it was okay uh for the same reasons i thought i thought i thought <laughs> it was trying a little too hard um yeah but it was entertaining mm-hmm. Sur- surprisingly gory i guess the original is super gory right yeah yeah it's a it's a very over-the-top comic book is my understanding uh-huh. as well okay um but yeah they're they're making more don't worry you can you can uh get back in the theater and check out more deadpool action if that's what you're looking for but uh the true best movie of all time is about to come out um a week from yesterday my friend i speak of course of the fate of the furious uh the eighth (laughs) fast and furious movie uh do you believe that is going to be a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten and why Did did we watch one of the one of the movies together? Um, were you with the group that went to the drive-in during law so. school? Because yeah, I, I, I saw, I um, yeah, I I kind of so I saw the first one when it came or like kind of a while after it came out, and and didn't really I thought it was okay. Didn't have a lot of interest in the franchise for a while, and mm-hmm. then during law school, a bunch of us, including um, Nick and Meg, and I believe. Megan, me, Jen, and I forget who else went to see um, Fast Five uh, was in theaters at the time. And I loved it. Uh, and so then I, I got back in hardcore, caught up with the series. Uh, and and I think f- five, six, and seven are like undeniably great. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think four is underrated. People say that it, a lot of people say that it got good at five. Um, mm-hmm. But I think four is actually pretty solid. Uh, but anyway... 
Obviously, the Fate of the Furious is going to be fantastic. I can tell you that my wife is extremely excited about that movie. So we are probably going to get a babysitter and actually go out to watch that movie because Sharon is she's fanatical about that 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 franchise. So uh, I I have to ask since (laughs) this is this really comes really pulling the thread. So you say you call Junior, you call him Xander. Is that correct? Yeah. Is yeah. that a triple X reference? And is and is Sharon secretly obsessed with Vin Diesel? Uh, uh, be, you figured fa- her out. <laughs> yep. Oh, Xander. Uh, no, I really X. It. So, well, here's the thing. When we first named him um, Alex Jr., I wanted to call him AJ. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the whole reason why I wanted to name Alexander Jr. And But, you know, Sharon kept calling him Xander and kind of stuck. And uh, I think Xander is a terrible name, and I think he's going to get his lunch money taken when he enters high school because his name is Xander. But uh, we'll see. I, I, I'm not a fan, but I've. Given- I will tell you, I'm not joking when I tell you that Xander is actually a traditional Polk family name. Uh, one of my cousins' middle name is Xander, and uh, I think wow. one of my nephews is named Xander. I have no strong feelings about it. I'm not personally offended, but I'm just saying you could. You're uh, starting a war here, my friend. You've well, already are, lost are they- California versus Illinois, and now it's um versus Polk. No, but are they cool people? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool people. That, I, sure. I, there, I sensed a little bit of hesitation there. <laughs> I, there's like a, there are a lot of absurd family names, uh, on both sides of my family, but especially the Polk side, um, mm-hmm. that it's like a running gag with, with Jen and me. Um, like when we're like trying to come up with baby names and stuff we're like, oh, you should do traditional family names. And, uh, and it was, uh, just a train wreck, um, to choose from here. I will read the list, the abbreviated list of family names uh, that I have in my family. We've got Mavis, not to be confused with Mavis. Mm -hmm. We've got Minion. We've got Marvis. So Mavis, Minion, Marvis, Manly, Uh Gunnell, Lorenzo, Willard, Georgette, Xanthan, Xavier, Ingaloo, Violetta. Ingalu? Inga space Lou. I-N-G-A space L-O-U. Ingalu. Where, where, what, what kind of name is that? Um, I believe it is, uh, it is like Virginian by way of Sweden. Uh, it, 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 like a lot of my family is all like long time, like Southern East coast, like a lot of like Virginians and South Carolinians going back many generations. Um, but some of them have, uh, like Scandinavian roots and stuff. So, uh, yeah, Ingaloo being wow. one of those, we've got a Violetta and uh-huh. we've got a, a Gunyan G G U N Y A N. So none of those names made the cut, uh, for, <laughs> for potential children names. Um, <laughs> On my mom's side, one of I think my great great grandmother is named Cinderella. So uh, that's that's that rock well. solid. Abby would yeah, so, Abby uh, Abby would like that name a lot. I would say just saying nothing wrong with Xander, especially if you're um, talking about triple X. And obviously Sharon's obsessed with. Uh, so that's good. Um, <laughs> another thing, as a longtime listener, you might be aware of, besides talking about movies. You know that everyone, 
loves it when I talk about video games, especially for a very long time. Absolutely. Uh, so I, uh, I know that sometimes you, you, even with fatherhood pressing on you, you had been mm-hmm. managing to, uh, still get in some games here and there. Have you been able to uh, keep up with any games lately? I just started playing uh, MLB 17. The nice. Show. And how do you like it? I like it a lot. I, you know, baseball is my favorite sport. So I always, uh, I try to play. I play so you a like lot the Cubs? Jeez. Oh, the best team. Apparently. It's just last yeah. year. But uh, but the Dodgers spent the most amount of money. That's got to come for something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I played a lot of 16, uh, especially when I was on my paternity leave. So uh-huh. uh, 17 is, you know, it's it's not too different from 16, but it's I like it. I've been playing not too much of it, but at least about an hour or so every other day. Nice, nice. But that's about um, it. I don't get to uh, tell you what. I listened to your video game ranking episode, and you were talking about this um, subway train game. Ah, yeah, Mini Metro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I downloaded that game. It's a pretty solid game. Yeah, I like it. It's you know very tranquil, uh, pretty chill, but but you know still gets gives you something to to fiddle with, and uh, yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. So that's nice, about nice. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you play these days? Um, well, um, is this going to be like a two-hour uh, segment? Yeah, let's 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 clear our schedule. Uh, it's currently eleven forty p.m. So uh, <laughs> let's know. Uh, not. I don't play nearly as much as I want, and and as I've said before, like mostly I just acquire a lot of video games and don't actually play them, which is really unfortunate. But uh, lately, finally, after much uh, consternation, and I, I, I convinced Jen to try, and she has enjoyed so far playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild on Nintendo Switch. Uh, oh, so we, you have a Switch already? I do have a Switch, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breath of the Wild is super good. I haven't, I'm still barely in it. it. It's a very long game and I didn't play it too much before I started playing with Jen. Cause I was hoping we'd play it together. So we're, we're just at the very beginning of the game. Uh, but it is very cool, very pretty, a lot of good, uh, you know, game design with like interlocking systems and it lets you kind of fiddle with it in any way you want and do a lot of exploring and, and it's very good. Uh, so sure. yes, that is, that is some, some good times. That's, that's the and- main one. And can you get Jen to play Resident Evil with, uh, you your, just, v, with your VR set? Uh, I she is not inclined to play Resident Evil with a VR set, and really, it's a, a big shame because it was actually super awesome. And there is, it's you know, it's a long like story driven game, so it would be hard to like just choose like a section to play without context um, other than, you know, just having someone start at the beginning of the game for a little while, but there's downloadable content. That's perfect for having people try because it's like its own little separate vignette. And even that I can't get her to try. There's like one thing that's a downloadable uh, thing. That's like an escape the room in Mm -hmm. VR, but it's like super gory and violent because it's resident evil and it sounds perfect. And uh, no, cannot get her to try it even a little, uh, which is crushingly disappointing uh but yeah i I really liked resident evil 7 it was really good and it was definitely the best like complete vr experience uh but and it was very scary uh good stuff um my next question about video games because we're not moving on uh (laughs) in your personal experience have you treaded the getting your kids to play video games 
topic yet. Do you have any plans for that? Uh, is Abby too young still? Obviously, I would assume Junior is still too young. Uh, do, what are your plans with kids and video games? I don't have any problems whatsoever. Uh, the only problem that I have right now is the fact that Abby wants to get in the action. But, you know, it's more distracting than anything, especially when I'm trying to play somebody online. So mm-hmm. I've I've resorted to giving her a disconnected controller and telling her that uh, it's Yeah, it's I've working. heard that one. Yeah, but you know, they're pretty smart. Uh Abby figures it out pretty quickly. She she nonstop asks me questions after I, you know, I give her a controller, she goes like, What color am I? or like what am I doing? <laughs> and it just becomes even more distracting than just having her just jump all over me while I'm trying to play. So I've kind of stopped doing that, but you know, once she's a little bit older, I don't have a problem with her playing video games and i i don't know i don't know if she's going to be interested because she's really a she's really into makeup and manicure right now so i don't know how that's going to translate into playing video games but we'll see about that yeah i feel you i i have not obviously lily is you know like just over a year old and uh, i'm trying to follow all the advice about screen time and limiting it and stuff Uh, so it's not even an issue yet but Mm -hmm. i will say I similarly have my concerns because she's distressingly happy when she's outside and I just really think she might be an outdoor kid and that would really be disappointing for me. Oh, uh, she oh, likes fresh soul. air and gra- grass and like Gross. walking outside and it's like, Sounds what's like wrong? she would love California. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think that's a good idea at all. Uh, but yeah, so if she's like super into camping or something, I don't know what I'll do. It would be uh, a real disappointment. Anyway, <laughs> that depressed me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn things around. Uh, my next question. This is a very popular recurring segment that is really gonna have an interesting twist this time. Uh, yes, I'm talking about your favorite segment and mine that John Rhodes has uh, come up with, and that is, do white people eat fruit? Now, <laughs> Alex. Uh, as, as we previously addressed, you happen to not be a white person. Is that correct? That is correct. (laughs) So, um, the question then becomes, I guess, do you, do you believe or do you observe that white people eat fruit? See, I, this, (laughs) this segment was a huge eye opener for me because (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's because of of, from uh, the, the city I'm from, I was under the impression that white people ate a ton of fruit. <laughs> but, but judging by the question and the tone of the segment, I think the right answer is that white people don't eat a lot of fruit. Yeah, I, you know, this was John's idea, and so I, I'm assuming he and and I, he hasn't yet hosted again since. He uh, suggested this topic, so I haven't heard him uh, provide this segment. But, but uh, I, yes, I interpret the tone to be uh, suspicious of the concept right. of white people but eating fruit. There, there's um, a qualifier, right? Like excluding uh, apples and bananas. And bananas. Okay. Uh, yeah, other than apples and bananas, do white people eat fruit? And and yes, I. So I believe John believes that white people don't really eat very much fruit, uh, but I, I do think there's certainly a more of it in in california uh no but uh midwest less less more more cheese and meat as you're aware out here yeah. probably than well, fruit, i was under the impression a fair amount 
I was under the impression that white people ate a lot of pre-cut fruits. Because, I mean, when you go to Whole Foods, they have, I, that's like the only market where they have like fruits that are cut up. And you have to pay like yeah. quadruple the amount of the actual value to actually buy the fruit. So uh, that was my impression because I've never, like my parents have never bought me pre-cut fruits growing up. So, yeah, I pre-cut fruit is is very overpriced. I agree. I, I again, my um, perspective is also swayed because living with Jen, uh, she is pretty healthy overall and eats a lot of fruits and vegetables, and so that ups my uh, fruit content a lot. But uh, but yeah, the the pre-cut fruit is outrageously expensive. I actually went to a grocery store the other day and they had pre-peeled onions for like twice the cost, and I was like. Are you kidding me? They weren't even cut up. It was just like they removed the skin. Yeah, just just the outside of the onion. And it was like... A a regular market? Or is this a market that Jen likes? That was uh, a regular grocery store. It was really weird. That is pretty weird. Like a separate section for... Anyway, so people are lazy, I think, is the main thing. Um, (laughs) And will eat peeled or cut fruit or vegetables when given the opportunity. But anyway... I just thought it would be fun to ask you if white people eat fruit because you're not white. So, no, so I did it. Asians, Asians do eat a lot of fruits. If yeah, you're wondering. What, what are, I, sure. I do, do <laughs> non-white people eat fruit. Uh, what are your top three fruits by consumption, excluding apples and bananas? I'm a big citrus guy. I think you guys talked about this. You and Jen, I'm a big, uh, tangerine cuties guy. Mm-hmm, That's probably mm-hmm. my Good number stuff. one. Um, and uh, number two, probably kiwi. See, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I like kiwis a lot. I like sour fruits. If you're noticing the theme here, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and 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 number three, probably, probably Asian pear. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, going off of that, first of all, yes, cuties are delightful, and clementines, mm-hmm. the, the the whole miniature orange family is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily freaking loves them. And yeah. uh, she has gotten into the habit of um, sharing her food a lot. And so she'll take some and she'll hold it up to you very happily and expectantly. Uh-huh. And then then she wants you to eat the food that she's holding with her grubby, grubby baby mitts. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so then you eat it and you say that it's delicious and she gets very happy. Uh, but it's it's cute. sometimes it's like, oh, it's like a like a, you know, a bean that is like covered in slime and it's like, well, that's not very good. But when it's an, when it's a slice of a Clementine that I can get behind that, um, it's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Next question. Kiwis. Here's a weird thing. Jen, growing up, I, this might be, maybe I'm, I'm talking out of turn, but her mom would not, she would slice, but not skin kiwis. And so oh, Jen, disgusting. like her whole, her whole childhood would eat kiwis with the skin on. Disgust. Just, that is disgusting. Oh, I don't know anyone else who ever did that. I, I thought kiwis were wrapped in sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I always when I was a little kid, it was like, oh, that's definitely like a man's whiskers. Like that is that yeah. is like a, a three day growth um, that is not edible, not food. Uh, but yeah, like she grew up her whole life eating the skin on, uh, and it's really weird to me. Like, that is absolutely disgusting. Tell, please tell her I said that. I will. She will hear this. She will listen to this episode, <laughs> and she will know 
She'll know that having a second kid is a bad idea, and she will know that eating kiwi with the skin on is disgusting. Those are things to learn this episode. Uh, but I feel far stronger about the second one than the first one. <laughs> I, want, I want her to know that. <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, uh. And I don't, uh, this might surprise you, uh, I don't eat a ton of Asian pears, so I don't have as much, I don't have an anecdote specifically related to Asian <laughs> pears. Um, I do have another, here you go. I don't know if I've ever brought this up with you. I've had two separate uh, female Korean coworkers at my most two recent places of, to work, and okay. both of them, for breakfast, would eat a microwaved, unbuttered, unseasoned korean sweet potato they just microwave a sweet potato yeah that's a thing just eat it with nothing uh-huh. on it no salt no butter it's, what do you think how do you feel about that is that, that a thing that's that's a thing um and it's surprisingly if you if you get a good batch of uh sweet potatoes it's actually really sweet and uh it's it's not bad but that's kind of i don't know why koreans think sweet potatoes is like the uh, are the healthiest thing in the world but they just love it uh, I think it has something to do with the fact that it's high in fiber. Yeah, but 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 that's a thing. My mom has given me a, a microwaved sweet potato before for breakfast. It's just it's just so dry, so starchy without extra topping. Something I don't know. This is this is this, some some of them are moist. I, I don't I don't know how, how how else to describe a sweet potato, but yeah, that's that's a thing. So. Um, I'm glad right. that your Korean coworkers are living up to their stereotypes. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Uh, <laughs> I will try to decrease my mocking of them by twenty percent because it's actually a thing, and they're not weirdos. Um, <laughs> well, you can still mock them. Yeah, that's good. That's why I still an eighty percent is not nothing, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, thank you for playing. Do people of all ethnicities eat fruit and or Korean sweet potatoes? Um, I think that's, that's, uh, generally what I had in mind. Uh, I don't have anything specific, uh, else that I want to address. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Anything you'd like to plug? And, uh, is there anything that you want to do in your time in Chicago, uh, when you visit? Well, um, how's fatherhood for you? It's good. Lily is very adorable. Um, she is not, she's like 12 and a half months old. Mm-hmm. Um, she is still she like can stand independently when she mm-hmm. feels like it and she has taken steps but she mostly still just crawls around or walks around with the aid of holding on to stuff um so so she's kind of like not determined on the walking front and she uh is showing more signs of talking and seems like she says hi and she imitates words more often now but still not really definitively for sure saying words while knowing the meaning of the word. Um, but, uh, she's very good. She's, she's cute. She really likes sharing her food as previously discussed. Um, she's very happy. She claps a lot and high fives. She, yeah, you, I was going to actually, I was going to mention that about her. She does high five a lot. And I know you like Polk family (laughs) high fives. Uh, so when you see her, you should definitely give her a high five, uh, for, for my dad's sake. Um, but yeah, she's she's good. She's sleeping probably fifteen feet from me right now, and uh, oh, okay. as you can tell, we have not been interrupted. Uh, she's been like a little angel that one. <laughs> now, does she sleep in the same room as you guys? 
No, we have a, so our apartment is kind of funny. We live in Oak Park now. We don't live in Chicago anymore. Uh, it's, it is technically a three bedroom apartment, but the, there's like two normal size bedrooms. And then this thing that is like the size of the glorified closet. Um, and so that's what she's in. I call it the baby closet. It is very, uh-huh. very small. It is big enough for a crib and uh-huh. a dresser that has her clothes in it. And, and we put the changing pad on top of it. Uh, but it is tiny. Um, but we yeah, it's our own separate room. Uh, okay. That she is sleeping. It's good for you. How did you guys uh, do you or did you sleep uh, in the same room as your children for a long time? No, no, we are, we're kind of, we're sort of kind of adamantly against that. So we <laughs> yeah. totally, we totally judge parents who co-sleep with their kids. So if uh, any of your listeners do that, shame on you guys. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I bet some of my listeners do my friend. Uh, there's <laughs> There's a lot I'm, of... totally... <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, Casey. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. 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 I'll let you guys hash that out when, uh, um, yeah, we, we never co-slept, but we slept in the same room for a while and mm-hmm. they want you to do that for like a certain number of months for their safety, right, you know? Right, and right. like, as soon as it was like reasonable, we moved her to her own little nursery so that, cause honestly we felt like she was waking up and like, because we were in the room she and she knew we were in the room. She was waking up kind of often. And so we were hoping that she would sleep better um, once we moved her. So, so yeah, we, we moved her pretty early on to her own little baby closet, as I like to call it. Good. Great to hear, man. Yeah. And uh, in terms of things I want to do in Chicago, I don't know. I'm going to be there. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be there that long. I think I'm going to fly in late Friday and then leave probably not too late Sunday. Yeah. So um just want to see all of you guys uh and and meet your baby. That's that's uh, high on the list. I want her to know that she has an Asian uncle. Absolutely. <laughs> Do, Maybe I'll bring her some still Asian me. There you go. And sweet potatoes. Um she actually man, Lily loves American sweet potatoes. So maybe I should uh, expose her to Korean sweet potatoes and see if it still has the magic for her. Um, she is, she's a big fan. She scarfs them down. Yeah, um, like do, sweet potatoes. Does Abby still call me uh, uncle Patrick uh, every, every now and then, even though I briefly met her in her formative years. Well, she did for a while. So I haven't shown her uh, your picture in a while. So I will, I will ask her and see if she remembers. And, uh, she's sleeping right now, so I can't do that, but I will, I'll, yeah, I, I will ask. Don't wake her up to ask. I, I, the, <laughs> my need is not quite so pressing that you have to wake her up. Okay. My, 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 my hunch is that she probably doesn't remember you cause she actually has a pretty good, she's, she's pretty good at memorizing people's names. So we'll see. Nice. And would she be able to tell me and your other white friends apart? Unlike Sharon, uh, if, if we met again. I mean, it'll be pretty easy because you, you're the only white friend she's ever met. So <laughs> nice. I left all my white friends in Illinois. You, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, sir, thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy work and dad schedule and talking with me. And I look forward to seeing you when you visit uh, so soon. And I will try to uh, make sure you have a good time. All right. Sounds good. Hopefully I, I, this, I hopefully it wasn't too bad. Oh, no, it, I'll cut it. It's, uh, we're at an hour 15. I'll cut it down to 30 minutes and we'll be good. Excellent. Okay. No worries. 
<laughs> Sounds good. Excellent. I will. Bye, everybody. Right, bye, everyone.